recording in progress. Hello and welcome. I've dragged myself out of bed. Well, off the press sofa record. Bed. Press record. Oh, you're doing it, sorry. Don't why you have to do it. Um, I've dragged myself out today to because we've got something very special planned. Um, it sort of all come about yesterday. We are doing um, well. This podcast, we're going to s- announce the uh, 2023 awards ceremony that we are doing for electricians. It's going to be next week's podcast. However, before we get into this, uh, we've got Mark in the house. He's come to join us today. But let's get the sponsors primed and ready. So, electricianpod.shop is owned by yours truly. Um, I sell exclusively Verso gear at the moment. Some of the best gear out there. Um, The fuse boards are very easy to install. Mark's holding up some of the uh, Verso gear. I've got a Verso fuse board there. We're all using Verso. It's good stuff. It's good, affordable um, electrical stuff, um, electrical accessories. I'm so tired. Um, <laughs> electricianspod.shop. Show. Carry on. <laughs> electricianspod.shop. God, Please go God. and check it out. We're finally getting over our stock issues. Things are still taking a little bit of time, <clears> but we are getting there. Well done for getting through that in your tiredness. I nearly I fell am, asleep. I, I, I'm just making small talk now because I can't find the button for the Charvin. There it is. Charvin, I know all your number of people to go through if you want to measure some electrical stuff. As I was doing this week, using their analyzer to save some money because I could switch stuff on and watch the load go up. And I also saw a few other people using Chevron stuff this week for exactly the same reasons. You can't see electricity unless you speak to Chevron Arnoux. If they nick that as a tagline, I want some money for it because I think that's particularly good. Yeah, but if you want to see electricity and deal with that maths and do all that funky stuff, they're the people to go and see and uh, give them a shout if you need anything like that. Excellent. Um, so let's get let's get down to the news today because obviously we have all we always like to do a little bit of a news segment. Mark, if I can got... be asked to write it, of course. Well, do you know what <laughs> it is? Right, it's, we do this on a Sunday, and it's like it's got to be the worst day to get organised on because you leave everything to the last minute because you've got you've got that Monday feeling, haven't you? You know, last week we went into a we went into a big load of bonfire. We weren't going to be regular on a Sunday. Then the next week we're just here on a Sunday. <laughs> I know this happens, but. But yeah, good planning on that. No, do you know what it is though? Because you finally pulled your finger out and stopped being lazy. I'm getting there. I'm still in the garage, as you, as you can probably tell. Although, yeah, I'm but you've been topic. a little bit of a baby lately, haven't you? I've I've been working. I'm not working away this weekend, which is a, which is the first. Well, if you don't like it, I'll just fuck off now. No, not really. Right, anyway, let's do the news before we all fall out of each other. I don't know what order this is coming in, and I don't know if any of you know what's going off. So, number one. Oh, he's not at the first, because I've just realised I've overwritten the news. I had a bit of a hoo-ha with Napit training this week on uh, social media. Someone messaged me and says, I did my battery course five months ago. Still not got a certificate. What do you reckon about that? So I just shared it, because I think that's not acceptable. I've been told yeah, by Yeah, but isn't trainers, there a reason why? Mark, well, you can talk to this. That's why I've got Mark on. <laughs> he can tell us the proper we, bit. We, we, we had our certificates delayed a a while ago now, I think it was a bit of an issue towards the start of this year where there was a delay with a BPEC cert, something to do with external verifiers and stuff. But we had uh, Matty's delayed as well because he didn't send in his prerequisite qualifications. They want to see all your quals and stuff before they'll issue you the certificates. So that was the delay on that one. That was that was his fault to a point. But wouldn't, but... You, wouldn't you have that, like, why would you let someone take the test if they ain't got the right gear? Yeah, I mean, that's the question. If, you, if you've not... <laughs> 
done it. I think a lot of these online courses, you know, when you're ordering on the internet, it's hard to prove someone's quals, mm. isn't it? Because you can just go and click the button, pay your grand, book your course. So it's how you prove that at the point of sale, I guess. The See, serious, the, the, the bit I've got to add is, um, ironically, the day he moaned, the certificate turned up the next day, but it did take five no months. So all, <laughs> all I'm saying is, there's two parts to this story, yeah? First of all, Napit did deliver them, and I put out at the end, did actually come that day, but I think five months is a long time. First point is, Napit, take your COVID-19 policy off your website, yeah? It's 2023. <laughs> We're trying to forget about it. That's my first point. The second point is, it's not just Napit. No matter what trainer you're going to use, when they're giving you all the spiel about the best things in this life's brand now, once they are, and I've got the training and all that shit, just message them in an email and say, what do you need off me? And how long will the certificate take? Then, See, is, this, is this a case I, of like, due, not due diligence? Due like, diligence, yeah. No, taking responsibility. Ownership. I've, you know, if you just go and do the course, get the money, then afterwards start moaning, which is, to be fair, what the guy did, what he'd yeah. done. He did, because he didn't know any better, then he starts going, well, where's the certificate? They're going, it takes a while. All you need to do is email and go, what do you need off me? And how long do you expect certificates to take? Do it to your trainers. If someone comes back with a quicker time, they're the people to go with, aren't they? I know from training myself, it does take a couple of months at least to get it externally verified on that. But just a word of warning to everyone on that one is that this can happen. If you're riding on a job waiting for that certificate, it might not get to you before you think it does. My light's acting like a disco in here. It's maybe, it's got co- maybe it's got COVID-19 off the uh, NAPIT website. Probably. Is that going to stay like that or not? This um, one's this one's from Mark. I'm not even looking at the chat. What is going on? Uh, Mark will tell us about this one. The IT have released a standard on open pen conductors. Oh, not this shit again. Honestly. Absolutely. Oh. This is for Sam. They've done it especially for Sam, I think, because they know he enjoys standards. This was so such much. a palaver last time. Well, this is the, 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 the IT have never done a standard of their own. This is their first one. This is standard zero one. All the other oh, stuff right. is guidance, or it's got BSI behind it, hasn't it? Usually, when you've got a standard, this is a faster way of doing that. So, have you read it? Produced... Yeah, I've read the draft for public comment. There's a few is few things useful? in there. They're asking us. They're asking us to help them at the end of the day. They want Sparks to read it, see what we think, and input back to them to try and make it a bit better. It is free because it's a draft book for for public comment. It's free. You can download it. You can help them fix it. Then later on, they'll charge you for it. So, so read, it'll be above read it while it's free. Yeah. Um, is it useful, though? Did you find it useful as a read? Because I know you're, you're into a bit of this stuff. I mean, it is, yeah, because usually you have to get your certificate of conformity or whatever they call it, don't they? And that's from the manufacturer. They can just write a little set that says, yeah, our charger ticks that box and we've got to take that first value. The IET are actually defining what is meant by that and how these things do have to be tested and the standard they have to meet. So I think it's a good thing. Um, listen, having someone been set a standard, by instructions, don't we? yeah, but having someone set a standard for any sort of practice that we do in the electrical industry is never a bad thing. And considering it's free and whatever, no, it's still not a bad thing. But even if it was a nominal fee, like a tenner for it or something, like in the grand scheme of things, is that a big deal? No, probably not. I think it will end up being no, free as a standard it's gonna, itself. It makes improvements on it. And, and really, that's like they're the only sort of overseers of the industry, really, aren't they? They sort of, yeah, they're really the only overseers it, of our industry. Without the IET, it's a wild west, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're the ones it'd be nice if they took a bit more charge, to be honest. Yeah, but again, 
it's not it's not that it's not that type of outfit there it's like a techie it's like a techie geeky little outfit that looks at all the different possibilities of the electrical things that can go wrong and comes up with if you do this like this you should avoid a, a catastrophe so when when you've got shit like that I don't have a problem with it. A bit of uh, good, healthy, good, orderly Look. guidance is is brilliant. Yeah, I mean, we're boring. boring. While it's free. Boring. We moan, don't we, when industry don't give a flying, you know what about <laughs> sparks doing the day to day work, and when they're coming up with something that might actually help us, I think show a bit of support, read it, see what we think, feedback, um, and yeah, get involved. Do I have to read it, or can I you just do. ask you to summarize it? <laughs> Ten percent the sparks will read that. Ten percent the sparks will read it. I, I had to phone Bundy the other day because neither of you two dickheads would answer. So I phoned Bundy for some technical advice on, um, uh, inst- well, someone had installed their own electric vehicle charger, and they just wanted me to put it away for them in the board. Bad idea. Why? I ain't giving them a certificate for it. Reaching- <laughs> you are <laughs> really. That's what they wanted to do. It, it just literally wanted me to put. <laughs> The, the ends away in the board. Didn't know how to do that. I was like, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, I ain't giving you no certificate. I'm doing nothing. I'm just putting it in the ball field. And he's like, oh, that's sweet. Oh, that's sweet. £100. Um, so that's fine. But he had bought an RCD. Where's Jamie gone? He had bought an RCD instead of a... Um... I'm, I've got a lag. I've got a terrible lag here. I'm struggling to, I'm struggling to see you. Yeah, so... He bought an RCD instead of an RCBO, and I wasn't sure what type went in went in for a EV charger. I can't even talk. I'm so tired and so rough today. I can't even talk. When has that ever been a thing? But anyway, it's a Taipei Taipei BG Fortress ball. Listen to you, you technical oh, guru. You'll be on about. Be, be... <laughs> what did you put? On... Did you slap an out door on it? Did you? I didn't. All I done, I just put a type A outdoor board in. Yeah, put an uh, outdoor BG board. No, uh, it was a, a BG Fortress, <laughs> and I went to I went down the road to Tool Station. They got them on the shelves. The type A's on the shelves, which is pretty decent, to be fair. So shout out to Tool Station for that. Um, outside of that, though, I know, know it's Tool probably a bit wank to do what I've done. All the shit asses that fit EV go from. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? I was in a bit of a moral quandary whether to do it or not. But, I mean, I'm not giving them a certificate for it. I explained the risks of me doing it like this, and he still wanted it done. What do you do? Do you just walk away? Yeah. And this is my this is my question for today. At the end of the day, if a customer says, if a customer says, I want it covered in strawberry jam, then you do it, don't you? It's, do you though? Do you though? Would like you can do it? I think I think there's I think there's customers always right on there. No. What's your opinion, Marco? It's how far you take it, isn't it? Because what we're gonna let them wire up their houses and then just drop everything in the consumer unit and turn everything on. You know, it's the same sort of thing. We we have never got involved in that. If customers have done any sort of electrical work, or we would we won't do it. But I get your quandary, Sam, definitely. When you're trying to make a living, you want the job done and a bit of money in your pocket no judgment from me <laughs> yeah there is there's a lot of judgment <laughs> but be honest because i don't think i don't know whether i'd do it again like because i went away thinking shit that wasn't good 
Like, I don't know if I want to run my business like that. I don't know if I ever want to get involved in that sort of thing again. The, the, good, the, the, the good thing is, if the guy gets killed or anything, it's only an EV owner, so no real person lost, is there? <laughs> but I, listen, right? I've got this one. Hang on, Let, I'm just hold on, hold on, hold on. What could go wrong? Not a lot. I'll put, I'll put, I'll put the end. No, it's only got a separate uh, book because it's so dangerous. No, no, but hold on. I've put the ends away. I checked the other end. What, what, like, how how much worse can it be? Put the right breaker in there. It's fitted to manufacturer's instructions. What? I mean, electrically, you're probably fine, aren't you? You've done a good job, but you know, it's it's underselling yourself more than anything. I can understand why you'd think walking away from that, you don't want to do it maybe again in the future. You'd rather be providing a service to install a whole EV charge point, surely. Um, listen, it wasn't. It was a case where he said, "Oh, I've got." Um, he phoned me up and he said, uh, "I've got a. Um, I've done. I've I've put something in my house and I just need to need it put away in an, into an RCD." And I was like, "I'll oh, come and have a look." Anyway, I got there and it was some EV cable, and I was like. Where's this go? So I went out to the the box. Very simple. That's all fine. I didn't think. I thought, what? Why can't I do this? Sometimes we overthink he, it, don't we? Brian's just enthusiast? said in the chat he'd have only gone somewhere else and got someone else to do it. At least you've done it properly, and it's safe for them to use. So it's it's all well and good saying you know, well, we shouldn't do that because we're sort of selling ourselves short. But ultimately, that sort of person is going to get it done by someone, aren't they? That's just the way it is. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to do that sort of shit again. But it's funny, isn't it? Like when you're house bashing, like on a domestic level, it's very, it's very. There's a lot of different scenarios that are thrown up that do that that just leave you in this funny sort of space that you where you're like, fucking, probably shouldn't have done that. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. It's not going to burn down. It's not going to kill no one because, you know, I've checked it over. I I kind of know what I'm doing, you know, being about enough to know. I've wired up a lot more juicier <laughs> stuff than that. Do you know what I mean? From scratch. So I'm sure it'd be fine. I just, I just don't know. It's quite interesting how many different problems and scenarios get thrown at you as a uh, self-employed electrician it is it's very it's a lot more difficult than just being a sight bod it's it's really difficult you got the moral call to make on all of your work that you're doing and you do take some of it home sometimes worrying if you've done the right thing have you made a mistake is there something that's going to go wrong i take those worries home still today running my own business double and triple checking stuff in your mind it's easy done i don't know to be honest with you it's putting it in a 40 amp breaker putting a circuit a Posh socket in a fucking forty amp breaker. I, I don't really see the problem. Like, like when I when I really go What's over it logically, where's, where's the issue? Where's the issue? If you tightened it all up right and put them in the right way and not got your polarity wrong way around, you're laughing. <laughs> Jamie's gone. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, it's not something I would do again, but it has left me in a bit of a moral quandary, and. If this show is anything, it is um, honest. And I like to be honest and I like to talk about the journey that we have. 
Um, I mean, yeah, it's, people will cover up on social media what they have actually been doing. Like, say, don't 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 share stuff like that out that you've you've done things like that. But it's not real, then, is it? You're sharing no, your your truth, and you're not afraid of it. Um, and I, think I mean, what's a, what, there's a lot listen. of respect should come back to you for that because you do share <laughs> everything, warts and all. Yeah, but what's going to happen? Nothing. It's not going to burn down. It's absolutely fine. Um, I've done a good job, like I do on, all the time. I'm I'm like one of the highest rated on Nextdoor app now. Well, customer I, I, service. Someone messaged me about that. You know how badge you got? Yeah. Everyone got one. <laughs> someone messaged me the other day on a, on on Instagram. They gave them out to everyone. No, they didn't. So, they did. He sent me a picture of his. They gave it to everyone. He's, it was marketed. So no, di- they I had, didn't. I had to dive out there because the lag eyed was incredible and I couldn't hear what was going off. Right, I'm going to move this news on to number two. I'm going to read a bit on this one. This is like, this is unusual for us. This is serious news. So it says electrical sector feels the shortage by. I'm going to try and read this because this no, is quite interesting. No, I don't. No, I don't. Well, the ECF obviously done there. Is it quarterly trend survey? Yeah, Are but. They, a third of respondents said their business turned over a drop, blah, 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 blah. Nearly two in five respondents, 38%, cited labour shortages as the biggest threat to their business. Other major concerns include delays to projects. Other respondents who currently have vacancies in their business, those vacancies were blamed on. Pay and expectations being too high, 57%. Uh, applicants lacking insufficient skills, 46%. And an insufficient number of applicants. What I would say is, the only people to blame for this are the fucking industry themselves. Like, for not no, it's bollocks, Jamie. No, it's bollocks. I'll tell you why that's absolute bollocks. Why is it bollocks? Pay and expectation is too high. What do you well, mean? I'm oh, just, what? Sorry, well, I've been an electrician for 20 years. No, I don't want to come and work for your shit firm for 43 grand a year and a company car and a laptop and a mobile and, and all that other fucking bullshit. Oh, and uniform you get as well. Stick that up your... <laughs> Where'd they go? Your oh, what, Stick what your perks? fucking shit van up your ass that's going to break down every three weeks. Don't want your shitty mobile phone because you're going to charge me if I go over the minutes because yeah. you're tight arseholes and you've got the stingiest contract. You're going to give me a 15-year-old laptop and expect me, if that breaks, expect me to buy a new one out of my wages. I'll go for a speeding camera. You're going to make me... Pa- Who have you, you been know, working like, for? The whole allegedly. lot is just a fucking... It's an absolute fuckery to... Steal your life force. That's all they're doing is stealing your life force. Mate, they ring Forget you and they go, shit. you get ages ring, they go, oh, this perks is a mobile phone, a fuel card, and I'm like, yeah, what are the perks of me? They're just yeah. to, you've got oh, a, you got a fuel, fuel card. Oh, you've got a fuel card, but you can't use it for personal miles because it comes tracked. i got to admit at my place, where I currently am for now, um, we do get to use the fuel for free, but it is tracked. But I, I, they've never asked anyone. So never you, bothered anyone. So Some places like, You go, oh, we've got the company van. I need to go and pick up a motorbike in Cardiff. Just use a company van. Don't worry about it. My, and my then, firm, to be fair, would let me do that, but I know a lot of firms wouldn't. They'd be no, like, a lot of firms don't. And then you you drive it, and they're like, where are you going? Uh, I'll go and pick up a motorbike. <laughs> Why are you in a works van? Go, go go char- we're going to charge you 50p a mile now. Well, I might as well rent it a van, you dickheads. I, 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 I believe this, though. I'll just go through that bit again for a subject of one. Um, 38, 57%, 57% of people are expecting better wages than they're going to get. 46 are underskilled and insufficient applicants 41. That's the industry's fault. They've, they've not trained enough people for so long. The ECA members should know better. They're the ones that haven't been doing proper apprenticeships. Been There's plenty of colleges. sparks out there. Yeah, shit ones who've no, done five-day courses. There's, there's plenty of sparks out there who've been in the game a long while that would yeah. happily... Listen, I've worked I've worked in, 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 in circles where... Agency circles and stuff where you've got... 
you've got people desperate to get off the, get off the agency circuit, do whatever, whatever they can. Till they get the off second, it and they eat it. <laughs> yeah, but you, you jump out of that agency circle and all of a sudden it's not a land of milk and honey. Like the agency circle is dead to the soul. However, when you jump out of it and you go into, I don't know, PAYE, it's just as dead to the soul as well. You're still just a number. In fact, you are... Um, just a bit more of an important number than than you was as an agency worker. There's no real perks. You're earning a lot less money, and it's fucking crap. We could then, do a whole pod on what do you think the the wage for a spark should be, couldn't we? Really? Yeah, but it's got to be fifty grand minimum. I, I'm I'm being inclined to agree with you, but only at a certain age. Like I, at work, I've I've lads in the twenties wanting as much money as me. I'm like, what fucking twenty years are you, mate? Like I was yeah, no, but you can't think like that. Born. You can't think like that. The deal you make is a deal you make, right? So if you go into yeah. a place and you make a deal and it turns out that everyone's made a better deal than you, you can't be like, well, I'm better than him. He's making more money. No, you make the deal, oh, no, I'm just saying, though, why would you give a spot 20 years younger than somebody paid 50 grand, 50 grand? You've got... The problem in this game fair. is there's loads of people, young people now, CFN on Instagram, want instant results. And you can't have it. You've got to work you up the ladder, ain't you? Absolutely. No, and the ladder's not there. There's no hierarchy. You see people who qualify as sports go and do a GIB, um, go and do a two three nine one, pass it just, get the get the approved when they're twenty one. They fucking wank, you know what I mean? I he's find Mark. Let, well. Let's let Mark have a go. Go on, Mark, you have a go because he's chilling away there. It's just it just seems like the ECA employers maybe don't see the value of electricians in the modern world. I think they're not prepared to pay the money that properly skilled people are worth. That's what that ultimately that article's saying, isn't it? We don't think yeah. people are worth paying. 50, they're working 60, on, they're whatever working grand on 2%. a year, we want some more cheaper labour that we can pay less because we think that's what it is. But market will always dictate value, and that's just the way it works in a capitalist system, isn't it? So if the rates are going higher because there's not enough skilled people out there, if that's what these surveys are saying, yeah. then, then they're going to have to pay more money. But Simple how long that. has there does, been a skill shortage for? And the money ain't gone up, bro. Does everyone agree yeah, here, exactly. though, there is a skill shortage? Do, do we all agree there's a skill shortage? No. no. You don't? No. At the top end, there is, I think. No, I think I think there definitely there is. Um, I don't, but it's maybe not as widespread as we are led to believe, and some of that is probably to try and suppress wages. I not think. for maybe not electricians, but certainly electrical engineering, the higher level roles. This they, the short because no one's moving up because the trade's full of people that have changed trade and want to be ass bashers. And that's not that's not true, levels. man. Listen, that's what London, I see though. A, I see that every day in London. There's a pool of maybe fucking. A thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand sparks, gold card sparks. Yeah, been, been on the tools fifteen years minimum. Thousands of them in London. Yeah, just fucking I, humping from one shit job to another, moaning all day long. Yeah, but absolutely. As, as, as I was saying, enough. if you progress to go out and go, but go and be a BMS engineer, go and specialise in something or other. You say that those though. trades are short because no one wants to go and specialise. That might be a good point, right? That might... I think you're probably right with the specialising shout. You're definitely right with it. And do you know why? Because, you know, initially, when you specialise, you have to take a pay cut, and no one wants to do it. Even though the rewards will be greater, no one wants to see that little dip. I don't know if that is about want, right? I am... I'll be honest. Look, this is... this. What is this? A fucking therapy session for me. I'm (laughs) going to be honest with you. Every week, same time. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm... On my ass, yeah. On my ass, right? Like, I'm about. I'm so fucking on my ass. I can't even explain to you, right? Even though everything's been going fine, 
we've only been breaking even. So we've got no sort of extra money. Like it's been nice. Five, six weeks of decent work, breaking even, a little bit of extra, but not enough to fucking write home about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I ain't got thousands in the bank. I ain't even got hundreds in the bank right now. So we're working from job to job at the moment. So how do I, in your fucking wisdom of fucking specializing? Yeah. What and I'm in the there's fucking thousands of people like me at the moment. Thousands of people mm. where Work hasn't been consistent for a year since, um, since. Why? Why did you go on like I ain't suffered? November, the same thing December. So November, December, right? November, December last year was when we started seeing the full, the, like a massive drop off, right? Certainly where I am, and then this year, so the first four months of this year, we was like, there's hardly anything about. And was waiting for April to come because you think, oh, new tax year, everyone's going to have dough and be spending. That didn't happen this year, and it's been flat for the whole year. We're fucking so, specialised, then. Well, no, the fucking get these people go on because no, no, like but you're, you're saying that like it's heart. just an easy jump. It's I'm not, not an easy I'm jump. Not, I'm not though. I, I've fucking been in my ass, right? I've been here before when I've been specialised in production machinery. Owed nothing, eating fucking microwave rice mixed with lime pickle, yeah, because I've got no, can't afford any other food. I didn't say it was fucking easy. I just said you need to do it like, no one, we didn't get into the internet. People just assume because you're a specialist contractor, you're fucking raking it in. Well, I have been, but I also spend a lot of tools. I didn't say it was easy. People don't do things because they are easy. People should do things because they are hard. And if you want to be comfort, walk around in your slippers, bashing ass all day long, and you're not, you're scared to go on upscale, maybe you deserve to fucking fail or just be steady for the rest of your life. Like, it doesn't, you've got to take an initial court, you've got to go and retrain, you've got to go and retool, but the rewards can be there if you can be asked. You can specialise in all sorts of places, even in house bashing. You look at Jamie at um, Home Rewire, and what you've mentioned him yeah. before on the yeah, podcast. Just loads. speed. If you refine any area of this industry to something that you are good at and you can repeat consistently to a good quality, then there is money to be made. But it's it's finding that that niche and going through the growing pains to get there. It's not it's not easy. I went to the ECN Awards this last week. I am sure that did you? Well, it was Awards. it was more to speak about some of the people who work for contractor of the year. So there was like under a category under five million turnover and another one for over five million. And there were so many contractors in there who were sort of doing between two and five million a year. They've got maybe six to ten people on their books. And I was looking at them thinking. These You're... lads are also young. I was thinking like they're in their early twenties, but but they're not. They're early thirties. I'm just getting old, getting old <laughs> yeah, in this industry yeah. now, which was a bit of a bit of pill to take. But yeah, they're all absolutely smashing it in various little areas of industry. Doing some of them doing solar, some of them doing renewable stuff. So they're tying their business up with heat pumps. Others in new build. Others in commercial and industrial. So the success for people is still out there. It can be done. It was quite inspiring to see so many of them all together at once. I I don't disagree with that. I'm not saying it's not possible, but I'm saying you can be in such a hole that the very thought of doing anything other than panicking to get yourself out of this hole is all-encompassing. And it's all good. Like We have not had any sort of extra money this, this year just like I haven't had, I I had planned to have my two three nine one this year, which I keep telling you to do, which was my next two thousand pound and a week off work. Fuck, have you get it for less than? I've seen it advertised for hundred quid. We used to do it where I used to work for hundred quid. If you did that, you could do landlord reports, couldn't you? You'd have another string to your bow. 
But it's no progress. Listen, no I have to do it. I have to do it. But even yeah, nine hundred pound might as well be nine ninety thousand pound right now to me. Yeah, well, we fucking hell, speculating to accumulate this thing. You know, I, I have literally been on my ass. I cannot speculate. Debt. With buttons, dickhead. Credit! Fucking hell! Guess <laughs> I ain't, fucking I ain't got no credit. Even, We've used it all this year, you even, lunatic. Even Alan Sugar fucking um, borrowed money to buy the first TV rolls. Go to Office on Avatars in the air. you got to hustle. I thought he was the king of fucking hustle. This is taking fucking too long not, anyway. I'm not doing any more advertising. I cannot be bothered. Right, last bit of news. Yeah. City Guilds get a load of money off the government to spunk on shit. I can't be asked to go to it properly. Well, I'm going to work for City and Guilds. Apart the rumour is... Nixon government money. The rumour is the government has dished out a load of cash to certain traders. I think apparently Sydney Guilds or the Sausage Factory it was called. What was it called? Trade Skills for You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently they're going to get a load of it. I'm just trying to nip it in the bud before it becomes a news thing because we found out about it first. But yeah, this is going to be used to train five-day board the bag sparks on renewables, I think. And then yeah, they're going to take all it's our... definitely for renewables. Then they're going to take all our work. But apparently the skill shortage requires the government to pump the money in. Makes you wonder why... Uh, why sitting guilds bought a trading firm really like they knew it might be coming? You know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's just my opinion. Not that's, that's, that's not a good look if that's an actual thing. That will be very sketchy. <laughs> there's a load of this is just me fucking like saying I don't know UFOs are yeah. There's a load of government money coming to upskill people that aren't qualified to do our jobs. Trade skills for you or whatever they fucking call this week coming a big old slab of that and sitting guilds just bought them. I thought City Guilds, as I've said before, were the bastard of the training. Turns out they're just a bunch of money-grabbing pricks, allegedly. That's but, my thoughts. Anyone like, got any, it sounds anyone? like it sounds like a liberty going on, um, but they like the the government have set themselves these silly targets for net zero and shit like that, and all this sort of you know this drive to be, I don't know, off grid and stuff like that, which is great and it's a great concept. But rolling it out nationwide and getting enough of the infrastructure in place, and by infrastructure I mean people to be able to do the work to a decent level. Yeah, you're not just going to rush it through. Like with anything like they this, they can it's rush not... it through for me. But I'll stand after that. I yeah, people that set the training framework should not be able to deliver training for reward and make money for the people that involved. I just think it's a real piss take. Absolutely. I was sitting guilds all over now. I just can't stand the cunts. Sorry, I said cunts. <laughs> so, just really riles me up that. Another, another, another strike this week. Oh, well, never mind. At least I got it off the system. Are we yeah, actually going to talk about the awards today? That's why I was pushing this one through. But sitting guilds, if you want to come and defend yourself, don't bother. It won't have you on anyway, you bunch of assholes. <laughs> it's the single no. greatest awards in the industry of the electrical sector ever. Right, hang on, because the graphics aren't on the buttons, so I've got to do it manually. Right. Sam, what introduce... I will say is... There's a couple of categories in this that I think are the most prestigious in the industry. We're talking about this like we've announced it. Sam, do you want to announce what's going on? So we are doing the Uh (laughs) Electricians Podcast Awards 2023. It's going to be silly as we are. However, we have already done some nominations. Um, We have been talking. Like we've been talking about some of the things, some of the categories and stuff like that that we're adding to it, um, and I do really believe that some of our categories are the most meaningful because I, I would dare to say us three might be the most plugged into the industry in terms of between us, mm. we have our fingers in a lot of different holes, um, and really we know we got we we're on the pulse. 
genuinely as well, we've, we've some caught this one who's drunk, I think, and now we're doing it. We're going to wrap the whole lot up in a week because we're not going to drink it out like the, the rest of you. We're not going to sell you a uh, a dinner night and get all your mates to come for money. It's literally, we've done a bit of prodding around in the background. We've come up with some categories. We're going to give it a week and take feedback from the audience and the general electrical trades. Then we're going to bang it out next week. Yeah. And so let's get out the categories, mate. Well, I've added a few. I don't know if you know, but I'll do the ones you decided on. I've added a couple. So we've got... Right. So between me, Jamie and Mark, we come up with these these categories. So I'll read them out quickly. Spark of the year. Now, that is the most prestigious category. And <laughs> I really think that whoever gets that is genuinely rated by our trade. Just to and say by as well, people oh, who matter, which are other electricians. Just to say, yeah, this isn't a fuck around. Today, I've purchased the trophies that you will get sent. And I am going to be working this week <laughs> towards getting some sort of other prizes involved. So the, the trophies are a sight to behold. Uh, they so are nice. If there's any um, company out there who want to sponsor the pod, want to get um, sponsor this particular upcoming pod, so we can get some really good prizes out and do the best job we can, my doors are open to you for one podcast. And, if, and, and obviously, by doing that, you will remove yourself from a couple of categories you might not want to be in. <laughs> Exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is the best product of the year. Um, that again, coming from Sparks, who are using it, who are on the tools, who are uh, knee deep in it. That's quite that's a prestigious we award. Want, we want a bit. If you, any of these, message Sam, message Mark, message me. Use the pod phone and the number will be in the chat. Yeah, we might have missed something obvious. If you got a product like this is banging, let us know. Yeah, we might have missed something obvious. We've, we've had a bit of a swizz around in the background, but we're not totally sure yet. Um, innovation of the year is a, is the a third one. I really like that one because I think there's a lot of quite innovative things out there. People were squirreling away in the background trying to make things to make our lives easier. And I really do think there's some good innovations that have come through this year. Um, number four is best brand of the year. Um, so a brand that so the criteria is basically a brand that's done something for the industry, uh, it, it, whether it's making excellent products, uh, whether it's contributing to charity or anything like that. A best brand of the year, um, that's quite a prestigious one. Um, Bell End of the Year Award that is, now that is now listen, it, it wouldn't be the Electricians podcast without that because someone's got to get it. I've, some, I've already nominated my person. There's some competition for that as well. That's a, there that's is a some sort competition. of category. Um, that's the only category as well where whether you like it or not, I'll send you the trophy. <laughs> you get <getting> it. <laughs> Registered post. <laughs> then you've got the uh, best YouTube of the year. Obviously, we're discounted from it. Um, me, Mark, and Jamie are discounted from it because otherwise it'd be rigged. Um, and it's definitely not going to be one of the... Uh, um, it's not going to be anyone who's... Big time. Yeah. Let's swerve Below the radar. Yeah. Um, worst customer service. I've already got my nomination Sponsored for it. Sponsored by Hager. <laughs> 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 oh. And then uh, the most boring topic, which is, I already know what that is. Jamie saying he's an engineer. Obviously, we're, we can't win because we're the thing. Because that's eight awards, I had to add two because I had to buy 10 trophies. So I've added these in the end. We've got the worst product 
sponsored by BG Lasico, obviously, for their Outdoor Fuse Board. Or as I like to call it, the Outdoor Fuse Board Award. They can't win. And uh, the Most Annoying Advertiser of the Year Award. These I'm are these the are the Jamie Awards, okay? I had to buy 10 trophies, so I'm going to stick them in. And again, <laughs> these two particular categories, if you win, you get the trophy, whether you like it or not, it's coming to you, registered post out of my pocket. So, yeah, that's where we're at. This is, this is what I have to deal with, right? I'm trying to do a serious awards and it comes along <laughs> with these big trophies. It's ridiculous. Someone's already commented that David Savory should get the best customer service <laughs> award with Karen. <laughs> well, listen, it's quite hard. It's quite hard. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, Can he, we, well, I think we are, we're admitting any regular players, aren't we? We're, we're admitting regular podcast players because we don't really look like, we don't look like we give it to ourselves. So, yeah. David it, Savory. Cannot win anything. He is a winner in life in general. Well, maybe he can. Well, yeah, maybe we'll make up a drunken award for him or something. But yeah, I think the YouTube one. I think he's a he's already a big player. Let's look at the the tiddlers and and obviously Karen might come back around if he kicks off again with that. No man, I am. Um, so it's something something I've sort of thought about for quite a f- quite a few years. And listen, why are we give why why are we thinking we're important enough to give out awards? But we're why not. do any of them? We're I'm not. Just but we're just put... doing it because we want to do it and because it's a fun thing to do. I, I've put the most annoying advertising. Um, some of the chats put Trey Fire, which obviously they're going to be in the running, but it is the most annoying advertising and I want to know why. Not not the company, the most annoying advertising and why that is annoying to you. Well, it's got to be the company as well, you idiot. Someone's got to win it. It can't just be like the, the trophy goes to... I don't know, <laughs> spamming advertising. Because are you going to send it to you, Trick? Yeah, no, I do like that ones. On, I'm really loving um, the ones on YouTube at the minute. We'll go, Jeff is a jet engine scientist and he got fed up with paying over the odds for electrical heating and he's invented a new heater. I just put on Instagram about this, actually. He's like, mate, <laughs> electric heating's 100% efficient already. You can't make any more efficient. <laughs> but there's these wicked, if you ever see her on YouTube, it'll be like, he was a, he was a boy from the streets of Brazil and he got sick of paying for lights. So he invented a new light that uses no energy. You'll see them all over YouTube. They absolutely make me howl because they just don't work. But yeah, if anyone sees that, they're there. There's a lot well, of other things kicking about at the moment, like perpetual motion machines and stuff. And YouTube are forcing me to watch adverts. But all the adverts, you know, if there were decent adverts, decent products, what mine, but they're all cons like that. Every single one of the ones I Pay get. Pay for the fucking con. YouTube subscription, you cheap cunt. No, no. Uh, just <laughs> FYI for anyone. Download Brave That's Browser. Brutal, brutal Did you, you see as well? Oh my God. Use Brave Browser. I was going to tell people this. You know, if you like watching YouTube, like watching David Savory do whatever he does or whatever, and you don't like adverts, there's a browser called Brave Browser. Download oh. it. It copies all your shit from Google and you don't have to watch adverts. It's absolutely fantastic. I'm It'll just. Joe, there's people voting in the comments already. For, what is that? Well, let, let, let's engage with them. Bristol Sparks show. getting a lot. GSH, Who? Bristol Sports, God, like Bristol Sports. Uh, Bell end of the years had a nomination <laughs> or two. I just want to say, sorry oh, for the language tonight. Oh fuck it! Some some sweary one. Bollocks. Are you Who's are you gonna, gonna are you gonna throw out the the feedback request from your audience for the three little categories that I'd suggested on our chat for the the, the best guest of the year on your show? I, we didn't um, want to be self prefecticated. The favorite podcast and the best host meltdown. That's... You know what? I'd be very surprised. If <laughs> well, I've won that, pod... I? I'd be very surprised if a particular podcast we've done this year stands out in anyone's memory. To be honest, that's suppose... what I'm saying. You like... might be surprised. You might be surprised if anyone is watching this and you're on on the old YouTube comments. Drop them in, and um, 
I've got a little little gift that I can share out for anyone if you want to pick someone next week during the award ceremony. Have we got someone who's made a bit of an effort? Last year, I'm going to make a concerted effort this week to get some free shit. Last year we did a Christmas special. That sort of the time. have we got any? Have we done? Have we caused any real trouble since then? Any what? You two caused real trouble. You caused yeah, trouble every bloody you week. Like was, you knew like was the year before. What's happened since last Christmas? Have we got anything particularly wrong? Oh, that guy kicked off at me. He was going to sue me on LinkedIn because I said he's because he had water in a board or something. But other than that, I can't think of anything we've done. Or do we do it so often I forget? <laughs> Yeah, but like every week, Jamie, you had about five or six weeks on the trot where you was just off on everyone. You were arguing about Steelwire Armour landing last week between was, yourselves. I had a guy messaging actually on, on Instagram because I put his, I used his picture off LinkedIn of like he'd used plastic white trunking outside. On a, you know, then if anyone else noticed this, yeah, if anyone else seen me on Instagram, that's what I was on about, right? So you know, you get these EV battery, I don't know, solar installs, yeah. They, they love white plastic trunking. They love white plastic trunking. Fair enough. Inside of the garage, on a fireball, it does look pretty savvy. It's all good, yeah. Now, this job, this guy messaged me and says, why are you using my picture? Like, why well, you put it on the internet, mate? But what, what my, my point was, the actual work was neat and tidy, but it was using white plastic trunking outside. Well, is it just me? White plastic trunking ain't for outside. It's just going to look wankity here. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with the work. In the garage, it would have been fine, but it was outside. So it's not, mate, it's outside. You got it wrong, but there seems to be a lot of stuff like that going up at the minute with people. And I'm not, I'm not always calling them a, to be an arsehole. I'm just trying to say, mate, that's wrong. Is that, is that not okay? I think your point about this outside trunking, I think it's, like, I think you're on a loser. I think you have fucked up here because I don't think it's that bad. And well, no, it doesn't look, I'm not, I'm, but it no, no, can't I go don't outside. think it's going to crack. I don't think it's going to crack. And it fucking is. <laughs> well, fucking. Uh, the stinking uh, guttering don't crack every two minutes, does it? Well, that's because it's made for our size. It's guttering, but general pla- electrical plastic. I bet it's provision. the same plastic, bro. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out because someone will send me one of them falling apart if it falls apart. Mark, same as all your, outdoor, all your outdoor fuse boards. They're going to kill you. Mark's just... a solar expert. Yeah, that's what it's, it's, not some, it's not some I'd install outside, but I don't know if it's going to fall apart into pieces. I guess in cold, it's going to get brittle, isn't it? And then in the sun, it's going to harden up and crack and decolor. It's not going to look very good, having been out in the sun for a, for a while. But... It's going to go yellow, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, what's the, what's the alternative? Are we going to start using steel containment outside around all this stuff? Most people can't do it properly. I think that's just it, well, you, what you'll see. What you'll see with that is people glanding into the top of it with water getting in the trunk in, water getting in and all the accessories. I think we've seen examples of that already, actually, from other people's efforts at bits and pieces outside with yeah, solar gear. I mean, I've just it's used... a tough one installing anything electrical outside, isn't it? It really, well, yeah, really I, is. On really mine, is. I've just got, if it's floating, I just like, I put everything in the right place so that I could have loops between stuff and I just, I set it out before I did so it. So you've, you put your stuff outside? My batteries, my, my, my batteries outside. My EG, my BG, Lysico fuse balls outside, of course. Um, my, my solar, my inverters outside. It's all outside, but I didn't use a containment because containment will hold cables, but it will also hold water. So yeah, not just... if you put drill holes in it. I only learned about drill holes about a year ago. <laughs> like when you're installing um, anything outside, you put a little uh, piss hole in it. I do know, actually, from, from when I visited um, Centaur, that they make their trunking out of chopped up double glazing windows, like recycling them. So surely if they've been outside as windows forever, they'll be That's fine with stuff as yeah, a bit but trunking. Yeah, win, but win, windows, windows don't last as long as people think, do they? They go monkey. 
Yeah, the glass and, and the air tightness of the glass goes mainly. No, the, the plastic does, but obviously that's a lot thicker plastic, isn't it? I, I, I don't know. But yeah, I, it, it I, is a lot, lot Maybe lot I'll thicker. ring Marshall Tuddleth this week and ask him. Cause I just think it looks a bit shit. I think it's going to go yellow. It's going to go brittle. I can't say how it won't. Mm. But maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the arsehole. If you think I'm See, I've got white guttering. I've got white guttering. And that ain't yellow. Essex, in it? White guttering, see? Down that way. Lots it's of not. White, it's white jeans and white guttering. <laughs> It's Kent, first of all. Same thing, same thing. Essex and and I've got white guttering, and I know for a fact that's not yellow. Bobcat <laughs> said it. it's got plasticizer in it, and UPVC hasn't, so it fades and goes brittle in the sun. Drunking should not be outside. I, I personally, I, I agree, like, putting trunking outside is a gash. But what is the other option? Like, what, do you build a little shed outside and put it all in? Just free float it. But it's like, it's like polystyrene, yeah? It's 2023. Polystyrene still can't go near Twin Earth. Yeah. They just don't like each other. Aluminium copper don't like each other. It's just some things people don't know. You put polystyrene near Twin Earth, it's going to fuck it in about six months. They, they leech off each other. It's just one of the things that I don't think people are being malicious. I don't think people are trying to do a shit job. No, I don't. I, I, but I don't know what think... the alternative is. Say you've got a whole, a whole kit and caboodle outside. What do you do? Build a shed to go for, put it all in so it's actually, uh, it's actually <laughs> compliant. If you actually read a lot of the inverter manufacturers' instructions, they will say they want them under a shelter. So under some sort of canopy, either t- tight up under the eaves, which is when you see some of these lashed-in jobs on terraced houses <laughs> where they put it literally under the gutter of the first-floor window, um, or to put some sort of, like, I don't know, bike star cover over the top, just yeah. some sort of shelter. Here's me talking all, all like being moral and ethical, and uh, I'm slinging in people's it's, EV chargers for hundred quid. Don't worry about simple... it. Next, I'll be hooking up the local local traveller site, <laughs> digging up the ground. And fucking... <laughs> well, he, he wanted the supply coming from a local lamppost, and I couldn't I couldn't tell him he was wrong, could I? So, but yeah, it just I don't think people in the mission just think there's a little bit to learn. And the problem is, I'm willing to say on the internet what I think, and it takes five, ten years to be proved right or wrong, doesn't it? So. Uh, no, but if I was going to, like, I have plans, but I have no money for these plans. But I have plans with, like, my front front garden's quite a lot bigger than my back garden with the driveway is. And at the end, I'm going to build, like, a um, solar array. carpool and then have the solar panels on top of it and then all the electricals, uh, all the other shit underneath it. Then you'll be on every week telling us how your carport's fucking 100% renewable or some parts like that, won't you? I may, I could probably never do it because I'm at the moment. I'm probably about I don't know three days from losing my house. It's ridiculous. Well, you'll be able to live in your carport, though, won't you? Yeah, <laughs> I had to live in the, in my car that's also broken down. So oh, is it the rough four? Has the rough four gone? No, the Ford has. Uh, the Ford has got no brakes and I can't find anyone to fix fix them like quickly. So I've got to do it myself. I really hate doing that shit. It's my, it's like minus one yesterday. I'm not doing it in that weather. I'm just not doing do you, it. Do you want to hear my gas story? Go on. I've got, Boring. I've got an app, right? If Hold on. Wants... Hold on. Cool story, bro. Boring. Thank you. I've got an app and it's really, really good. I think I mentioned the podcast before. It's called OctoAid. If you're an octopus, it, it does really good statistics and stuff here. So on the electric, when I got my battery, my solar, and all that, it's a really good way of keeping up with what I'm actually paying for on from from Octopus. Basically, it only works with Octopus, and I use my battery app to see what I've gained and all that. Really good bit of kit. In summer, I don't worry about my gas because I need to eat my hot water. But in winter, I'm a bit more cautious of it. So even the eating chuggler, like a lot of people probably have, and I've been like, oh great, I'm only using about one pound ten a day, something like that. So I've been chugging the ball along. 
found out today the app's wrong. There's a setting you have to change if you've got a Smets 1 or a Smets 2. So the monetary value has been out by 90%. So I've been oh. chugging through eight quid's worth of gas a day thinking I'm using one per ten. So just before I came here, that's why I've got this hat on. God fucking, <laughs> I'm using eight quid in gas a day, which is ridiculous. I can. I, I was thinking, why is everyone moaning about it? the gas? It's not that bad. No, it is. It is that bad, and it's only going up in it. The energy crisis it is. I don't know who else had snow today, but we were our eating on all day. And it's cost me eight pounds. Basically, the whole country's running on grass, gas at the minute, isn't it? It's electric's all gas right now. There's no wind, yeah. no solar. I, I, the the problem is that I, I, I never thought I was going to get a battery. I never thought I was going to get a solar. So I, I did the weighing up and I went, oh, I ended up getting it this year, as as anyone who falls into will know. Then today I was like, right, what's the fucking crap with these heat pumps? Is it worth me getting one? Should I bother? And, and, and now I'm like, oh, is it cheaper than gas? I don't know. Now I've got a, now I've been kicked up the arse. I'm starting to think, oh, maybe an heat pump might be a good idea. Do you know who's, do you know who's leading the charge on heat pumps like on social media? Like, I think it's Neil, Neil Bridgman. Like, he's he's right in it. He's all the way in, balls deep in understanding him, what's good and what's not I, about I it. I noticed him giving out some seriously technical arguments of the day. So I, I understand he's read up on he's it. He's fully in. He's fully in. He knows the ones and twos about it all, I reckon. Like, knowing, knowing Neil, I haven't spoken to him for a little while, but knowing him, and how how much he loves to get involved. He's busy. He's so have you busy any Mark? getting involved. Have you, have you got a Mark? Or I, ain't got, I haven't got a heat pump, but I think we're on this journey now where we'll start to see the cult of heat pumps building alongside like the cult of EV. <laughs> it's going to become the top. a thing, isn't I it? I am the king of uh, well, um, heat pumps. It's good, it's good Neil's talking the way he is because he's quite honest, isn't he, as well? He's having those conversations about them being noisy and maybe not as efficient as people say they are. And, and They're such, not, so. no. I follow Neil, but I've not seen it. Like, I could have to, to do a bit of following. Yeah, it's more Twitter based. Neil's yeah, down X, X, come on, get on it. Like, but um, I've got I the ball. I changed it to X. Twitter was fine. Uh, it's, it's wanking it. But the ball is chugging away now. But I was like, till I get that kick up the arse, don't start thinking about it. Then I think, well, actually, maybe we should look at one. Or I don't know if you have to keep your border or what. Maybe I'll have to look at something because eight pound a day, drinking money that is, take coming out of my pocket. You're never going to save up for your cyber truck if you're paying eight quid a day for your gas. Oh, mate, have you seen it? It's out now. It's amazing. Towing that nine eleven. That was that was a good little video. That was. Yeah, but what about it though? Like bulletproof, crash proof. It's got three hundred and fifty mile range. Is it bulletproof? Really? I thought, two is seconds. That, is that Ridiculous. not a joke? It's bulletproof. 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 What's the damage on one of these devices? Well, they start like the free motor one. The, the all singing, all dancing one starts at 100 grand dollars. Yeah, oh. well, yeah, $100,000. $100, so the, um, and then there's the two motor one come in. So you've got the free motor one, that's the all singing, all dancing one. Um, fully specced, I think, it's like just over $100,000. And then you've got the two motor one, which is, is it 70000 Mark? Yeah, I think something like that. And there's a single motor one which they've not decided on price and spec of yet. And yeah, but no one wants that shit one, do they? Oh, we say that, but it, one. It, it still does like not to 16 four seconds. It's not that crap, is it? It's no, ridiculous. Listen, speed. you're driving around in the shittest spec. No one wants that. Like, you just no, don't want it. I'm sorry. Like, look at this pauper coming down here, even though you're rocking a 70 grand wagon. You still oh, listen, and, and it'll easily be 50, 60 grand, like by the time you've got it. And then, like, you're driving around in a 56 
50, 60 grand car that I, I'm still not sold on the look of it. Will I get, I a, roof, will awesome. I get a roof rack for it? From the ladders? No, you can get a roof. You can get a back box like for a, it. You know, like a tent, isn't it? It's like, yeah. What? Yeah, you could get uh, like a like a box for it that's got like like can go camping and shit. So I expect quite quickly someone like Truckman will make one for the back of it. I'm diesel till I die. I think now I don't think I'll be getting into this electric van. But but more okay. How are you getting on with your electric van? Funny enough. Oh yes, the box got one. Has it? Oh, it, it, it was all right. It was all right last week because it was just running around because <laughs> it was running... warm. <laughs> Running around locally, and you can charge it up for pretty cheap overnight. But when you're on rapid charges, it costs as much as a diesel, probably more. Now it's winter; the range is virtually nothing. Is it really? It's about, yeah, it I know that. About, I know that bombshell. Yeah, about 170 miles in the in the summer, it's dropped off to like 130 at the most. So I've lost 40 miles of range, and you know you're not driving around without your heater on in winter, are you? It's minus three outside in Nottingham. Not, the buses, there's a big load of electric buses, right? And I, I actually wrote to the council about it, so it was pissing me off, even though they're bankrupt now, it doesn't matter, yeah? It says on the side of the bus, and it said, this bus is 100% run on renewable energy. And then it had a fucking diesel eater in it for the heating. So I wrote to him, because that's a lie, and they had to take it off the buses, because it's a lie. <laughs> I bet so they love you. It was fucking bollocks. <laughs> I went down the bus stop, but they took it off. They put this, they changed it to like this, Buses driving is 100% renewable, but yeah, they all have diesel eaters because they can't use the batteries, which I thought was hard. No, so your your van is not Shite. all it's cracked up to be. Is it not there yet? The problem is, right, and when I've watched quite a lot of videos about the um, about EVs, not all right, the high-spec EVs, but I think I've, I've sort of seen something like across, across the ranges of them. Your legacy car makers, like, Everyone knows what legacy means. It's like the normal car makers, yeah? BMW, Peugeot, all them, right? They know how to make a normal car work very, very well. Tesla aren't even good. Like, in their first, their first, I don't know, 100,000 cars were pretty shit put together. They, they, bought, shit another, they bought a car, didn't they? They bought a car and put electrics in it, didn't they, originally? Uh, uh, no, that was the first. That was like they, they bought a chassis. It was a Lotus chassis. That's it, Lotus chassis. Yeah. But what's happened is they've had to catch up in how to build a car first. Well, what they've done is they built the electric drivetrain first and then built a car around it. Whereas the legacy car makers know how to build a car, but they don't know how to build the drivetrain. And the one thing that Tesla are taking the next leap on is the efficiency of the drivetrain. Mm. and the battery and stuff like that so all the comp you know like how uh, um smartphones the um the androids used to be way more powerful but not quite as good as an iphone because yeah. all the components in an iphone were built to work with each other the battery is built to work with a chip the chip was built to work with the memory everything worked seamlessly yeah. whereas a lot of the android phones were like i would buy a chip from him we'd buy the memory from him we'd get a couple of batteries from them and they put them all in and although they had better spec, they didn't work as efficiently. And so there's a lot of companies like BMW, and what they're doing is they they want to get that 300 that mile that 300 mile range. So they'll go and put twice as many batteries as Tesla and say we've got 300 miles, but their whole drivetrain isn't efficient. Is this the EV so... podcast now? Fucking, hell. we need to stop. <laughs> 
I've thought, been balls, I've been balls deep in it. You're but... right, though. Do you know what's on top of me the other week? You know Dyson Hoovers? You know the turbine in them? You know if you scaled it up, it's more accurately made than a jet engine. The machine is more precise than a jet engine. I ain't so finished it's... about my EV rant yet. But no, so I'm saying that's what's what happening with... What's happening is, if Mark had a Tesla van, it probably wouldn't be as shit because <laughs> the drivetrain is way more efficient in all weathers, not just hot weather, cold weather. The whole lot is way more efficient because it's built all in-house. And what Mark's got is a cobbled-together van. Peugeot. A Peugeot well, van. your answer. What a, ba- what a battery probably bought on? somewhere in China. A drivetrain probably from a milk float in 1985, and and they just put it all together. What's another one about a drag car? A drag uh, a drag car that used a forklift motor. What the fuck? Burning up everything with a forklift motor. Mark, what happens if you slam a set of lads on it? In any in any weather, does that start cramming it right down, or you not got a roof rack for it? Yeah, anything on the roof really does massively hit the range big time. Weight doesn't bother it. Yeah, if you put anything on the roof, it just kills the range really bad. They're Wait still, in the back, it's not they, that fussed with. Um, but cold weather, crap on the roof, that proper hits the range. And that that's when you start having to hit up a rapid charger in the day. And the costs on those work out the same as a diesel, if not slightly worse. <laughs> so it's it's one of those. If I can if I can charge it up at home, I get the value from it and it's worth doing. But if you've got people working for you, you're employing, you have the issue of paying them for that electric as well and how you go about doing that in a tax way that's legal. Yeah. It's not that straightforward. Having spoken to my other half about that, she said, oh, that's quite complicated, actually. And then, yeah, there's all the issues about accessing rapid charges during the day and paying staff to sit sit there filling their vans up because it's not that's something that they thing, should yeah. have to do in their own time. You can't say, oh, we'll go go get your lunch and charge your van up or whatever. They might not want oh, to go and take the van work. to stick on charge because it's their time. Oh, mate, I'd, I'd be constantly out of range. I'd be like, bro, can't if go to that an, job. If you've got an estate, like you're a university department or, or, or like a big estate, like we have boots here, they're great for that because you can dock your charge everywhere and plug it in. But for everyone else at the minute, even if you've got like multiple sites, they still don't really work, do they? If you're national. No. I'm like, if, you, if you've got a cyber truck, that's great. 300 mile range. And that's if you're towing another car behind it while you're racing a drag car at 100 miles an hour, it still goes 300 miles. Yeah. That, that Peugeot, if I take it at 70 miles an hour down the motorway, that range again, you lose another like 30%. It's just crazy. Oh, so it's basically made for jobbing around at a university. 50 miles an hour like booling around. As soon as you like go anything like a normal speed on a motorway, your range just starts to fall. It's so depressing. You know, yeah. you know then you've got to stop for like half an hour and fill back up before you can get home. Or... You've got to drive at 50 some mile an hour on the motorway to no, avoid that. Mark, what you need That's to your do life is, choices at that you, point. But Mark, I know I can solve all these problems here. Take all your real life problems that you've actually worked out because you've owned an electric van, drive it and use it for work, yeah? Put them all on Twitter and people will just tell you how wrong you are. So then you'll Pretty be much. better off. <laughs> just go and they go, much. no, it doesn't work. And they go, nope, you're wrong. I've got, but I own the van. You're wrong. But I've drove it. You're of, wrong. The cult of EV experts who've made themselves a very nice platform to sell advertising through. Will tell me how I'm. No, right. it's not just a ploy to advertise, is it? Well, I, I, I don't know, man. I think it's um, I think that e, EV is there, but it's not there across all of the manufacturers. One or two are getting it right. Um, the MG EV stuff is really good. So even Elon Musk talks about the Chinese and how they're actually Tesla's biggest competitors. 
the Chinese are. It's not like the Germans and and stuff like that. It's it's that's the Chinese. Manu- that's manufactured, isn't it? Like because no one in the no one in Germany is going to be paid enough money to assemble a battery. Whereas in China, <laughs> it- no, no, it's about the technology of efficiency. How to make everything chime together efficiently to get the most out of like because a lot of the numbers that come out of these like the cyber truck and stuff like that they're not as high as some of the other numbers like when it comes to um break oh, stuff it's like that. efficient but it's the efficiency of the drivetrain mate i've just been up well i've been quite ill this weekend i've watched a lot of youtube <laughs> are you that bored of youtube now you have to watch ev car stuff well, we're going to change well, our name it, to electronics podcast fully charged or something like that. No, no, it was um, oh, it's like because obviously the cyber truck come out this weekend, so obviously that's quite and a big thing. Shooting stuff at it, it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be mates with Crichton next, won't you? You'll and then, uh, so I've also been I've also been watching a lot about um, well, I have been doing this for ages. Is like watching a lot about um, luxury watches. <laughs> Don't know why I can't afford. <laughs> I, I, I might. I'm looking quick at and I go straight on the, I go straight onto eBay to look at luxury, luxury quick, watches a, that I can't a, afford. A quick one before we finish, because obviously this this podcast is not electrical for now. Yeah, what do you watch on YouTube? What's the most luxury watches go on? What's the most thing you watch on YouTube that's most off kilter for people would think you would watch? Um, I watch Tom Pemberton farming channel sometimes. I think that, that is off kilter. Really, really interesting. But you it's know what I watch? At all to do with electrical lathe videos of people using and making things on lathe. Oh, what with them ones with the um, what this old it? Tony? I watched this old Tony and a guy called uh, stabilized wood turning. No, no, metal turning, rotary CNC as well. I watch and I watch anything on old tech like retro. Have you ever seen CNC Masters where they like, yes, <laughs> they build a skateboard, they build a front end for a truck, and, and watch... they work out how to do like 5D. Million anything, and stuff. It's anything, amazing. Anything machine or milling, I watch, and then I watch anything to do with Amigas, Atari's like eight bit guy, Retro Man Cave, anything with old computers on. I love all that shit. Tom Pemberton um, basically runs a dairy farm, and he's got like a million subscribers. And he's just like, we're in the wrong game on YouTube. He's yeah, not definitely. been going that long, is he? <laughs> he's, oh, sorry? Not going, he's not been going that long because my makes a farm, and I says, you want to do a farm on YouTube? He'd lap it up. He's like, nah, won't work. There's a few big day. farming channels. There's there's quite a few. Like Dan's just said, Ollie Blogs, um, um, and wagon drivers. He's in there and no, farming. I suppose my weirdest one is remote control cars. Like I've fucking watched so many hours of remote control cars. I don't even own one anymore. That's the the thing is. Do you like, know what happens? I tell you the story about why I, I don't own a remote control car because they break. You have to fix it. No, I don't mind that. That's the fun part of it. What it is. I went, so I got one. I was all excited. It's a short course truck, um, all singing, all dancing. I was so happy with it, right? I went to the car park, and I'm playing with it in the car park. And I just felt like a fucking weirdo playing with a toy <laughs> in the car park. That's why it's of a shed. And like it does, it done like 50, 60 miles an hour. It's winging along. And I'm like, wow, that's really good. And then some old people come on looking at me like, what are you doing? And then some... Some, someone's there with their like six year old kid watching it, and I'm like, and you just feel a bit odd. And I was just like, I can't, I'm going home. This I is can, this is shit. I <laughs> can never buy a lathe now because then I'd have to find something. I, I quite like the idea of watching something and learning something about something that I'm never going to do. So I don't want to buy a lathe because then I'd have to find something else to watch and learn about that I'm never going to do. And I quite like the lathe one and the CNC one. 
Listen, we're getting absolute uh, smashed by people. What the fuck is this? Listen, it's the end of the podcast is what it is. I've, I've come through the podcast again when I'm ill. Hopefully I won't have to go to hospital for six days this time. This um, is just the preamble, isn't it? Because we have to get out of the thing. But yeah, if just before we go, because I, I guess I'm going to wrap it up. The podcast number, if you're just about 299, it's 07492 That'll be in the chat. Anyone got anything for the categories, let us know. It is up this week. Awesome. And anyone in the chat or anyone who watches this this week, tune in live next week. It's going to be a big one. So it's going to be a big one. We're going to be giving away loads of stuff because I'm going to make that happen to the for the winners. Um, and I think it'd be quite interesting to see who we have decided are the bollocks and who are not the bollocks. And if you want to sway us, get your comments in with your suggestions as well, especially in the Bell End category, because I basically thought of that one myself, thinking of Sam and Jamie. So <laughs> get your suggestions win. in. We can't win. We can't win. I did enjoy seeing some suggestions like comments earlier. There's some particularly good ones in there. So join us next week. Electricians for podcast. the first annual Electricians Podcast Awards for being a Bell End. <laughs> Simpsons copyright. We out. <laughs> The first annual Electricians Podcast Award for Excellence.